We are here because we are dedicated to helping the entire CrossFit community. Determined to elevate coaches, box owners, athletes, and everything in between, we believe that this mission will begin right here, right now. While this time and this goal begins with you, our hope is that you take this fire ignited within you and weave it into your own life with the same unrelenting passion to give those you have the privilege of coming in contact with the best hour of their day. Welcome back to another episode of Best Hour of Their Day. We are your hosts, Jason Ackerman and Fern. That's right. The one and only. Somebody else tried to say that that was their name, and I was like, you got to find a new name. Is that a standard nickname for... Fernandez is a relatively common name. The number of people that call me Hernandez is is not a low percentage, by the way. That's just when your typical American speaking people try to do what they've like heard. That's like, you know, Brazil, the R is pronounced the same way. And then you hear like Henzo and Hoist. And then you try to apply it like to all foreign languages. And you're like, <laughs> no, that's an R. <laughs> so oh. Fern recently, you know, we post on, on social media every day and we post some things that are, I don't know if, controversial is the right they they get people riled up that's for sure they get people riled up but which i which i kind of i don't understand i mean i kind of understand but i kind of don't understand at the same time um what do you and don't you understand about it i understand that you like to be controversial um what i don't understand is that i think i think the responses are a bit uh emotional in the sense that I think they are not looking at the larger point that we're trying to make. And I, I think most of them are misunderstood. I guess that's probably the best way I could put that. Well, and, and that's exactly what I would say. I'd say, look, when we put we're stuff two out mis- there, We're two misunderstood people. <laughs> yeah. We're just, you know, just two guys misunderstood. misunderstood. <laughs> but look, if you're going to post something on social media and, and want attention, it has to, you have to pick a side and you have to stand for something. You, if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything mentality. So I, so I also think here's the larger problem, which is that if you make a statement, the assumption is that that statement, um, it, the assumption, if for whatever reason is that there is, there is no longer nuance in the world that, that this statement is just 100% black and white, zero sum, no, no allowance for anything that lies in between. And m- more often than not, if not the vast majority of the time, when we are trying to get a point across, that point is talking very broadly. And it is a broad trend. And meaning trend does not mean absolute always all the time. It just means it is the trend. It is what we see far more often than not. That is the point. That's exactly what I was going to say. It's often the people that are arguing. It's like with we're us finishing each other's sandwiches. Sandwiches. It's good. <laughs> so, you know, it's like, first of all, there are trolls online and they're just like looking for a fight because they have nothing better to do. But secondly, most of the time they're arguing. I'm like, you're not even arguing the same thing that we're saying. Right. And, and you're absolutely right. There are no absolutes in CrossFit. 
Yes, there are people that deserve discounts. Yes, some boxes should sell punch cards. Yes, some boxes should sell limited memberships. Yes, some boxes should do strength and Metcon every day. You know, what we have found is the old CrossFit saying of most people, most of the time. And, right. you know, mo- other, other than that, people are just like, oh, I'm just trying to fight. I'll give you, you know, the, the example of the discounts we put up earlier. It's like somebody basically came at me and was like, so you hate the military, <laughs> you know? And I'm like, first of all, let's get something straight. Fern served in the Navy. Let's not forget also represented their basketball team, Division One. Who know, just so, beat who just beat Georgetown, by the way. Just I saw you posted that. Is that a big deal? Uh I mean, I think it's a big deal. My, I was texting my dad earlier. I was like, does Georgetown suck? I don't know if that's a, we- a weird way to approach that, but let's just put it this way. Navy's not supposed to beat Georgetown. Now, Navy, got- Navy's like mid-major basketball for the most part, but Georgetown, and now Georgetown has been arguably on the decline. I know Patrick Ewing is coaching there, but that is he's there's Patrick Ewing is their center, correct? Uh Patrick Ewing was their center uh-huh. many, many, many decades ago before he played for the New York Knicks, which I feel like you should know. I did actually right. that was okay. the brief period of time I've loved basketball. The Knicks, the Bulls back then. In, that's that's just, what, was a was a it was a game NBA hoops is Patrick Ewing no, NBA uh, Jam NBA Remember Jam NBA that's what Jam? it was he's heating up yeah so the um he's anyway, on fire yeah exactly so um yeah, but he when he would score like the announcer would be like Patrick Ewing that's what they got to <laughs> say the uh no but anyway he's their head coach now yeah so yes congrats, not their center yeah <laughs> congrats to the Navy basketball team and all the fans so but also. Let's not forget, your wife is active duty. This is the first business that I've been a part of where I can say we are veteran-owned and operate. Look at me. I'm wearing olive drab right now. That's how proud I am to represent. <laughs> is that what I, was that Navy or is this Army color? It's it's military color. Really, everybody, yeah. everybody, like if you go play around all the sand, yeah, if you if you go play around in the sandbox, you're going to wear something that is olive drab. Um, so. Yeah. So but, anyway, yeah, I just thought that I just well, that's just a flaw. So there's so many things wrong with that mindset. So many things with the with the with the discount to and listen. Number one, I'm, if you want to offer discount, offer discount. It's a free world. You own your affiliate. That is a beauty of running an affiliate. It's not a franchise model. You can do that if you want. The problem with that is most people are doing it because they feel pressured to do so because they feel that's what they have to do. That is the problem. If you want to offer a discount, offer a discount. The larger problem is we're talking to boxes every day and gym owners and have been doing this and talking to gym owners and been one of these people for over a decade are offering discounts and simultaneously not profitable and working 80-hour weeks. So no, that's an awful idea. There's also a bigger problem involved with that, which is whether anybody likes to acknowledge it or not, it creates animosity because there is a problem with an 06, meaning a captain or a colonel, depending on what service they are in, who makes well over six figures a year paying a discount while the waitress in your gym doesn't pay, doesn't get a discount. There's a massive disconnect there. Because the, the, the discrepancy in income on that is wacky. Same thing for, uh, you know, like, and listen, I've got a ton of firefighters here. I've got a ton of LEO here. I've got a ton of military here. We don't offer discounts. 
It's also an ass backwards d- discussion because I'm a veteran. Should you pay more because I'm a veteran? Like how do, how does this work? In which direction does the does it flow? Yeah, I think first of all, most of the people commenting about it are probably not box owners. The box owners were probably all the people that supported us and and you know enjoyed the fact that we said that. Secondly, there are people that are making valid points like, "Hey, I bust my butt. I'm a single dad of four. Cool." Can you scrape together an extra 20 bucks? If not, I will have that conversation with you. I will figure out a scholarship. But realistically, it's just people that, you know, want to argue. One of the people that were commenting was my former hairdresser in Naples, who I still love. And she's like, you know, complaining that we should give discounts. And then I said, do you? And she's like, yeah. And now my my reaction is cool. I'm going to ask for that discount next time. Why should I pay more? than anybody else you serve. You have now shown me the value that you provide. And if you're willing to come down 10 or 15 bucks, that's the value. That's what you are worth as a hairdresser to me now. You're no longer worth 40 or 50 bucks or whatever I was paying. You're now worth 20. And that's what I'm going to pay you. So now, again, let's, let's, let's have a nuanced conversation because that's what this entails. In certain areas, if, if, if the demographic in your box is a onesie twosie and you feel like that you can do a good deed and not suffer financially by doing so, then do it, right? If you have one or two firefighters and a, and a, and a police officer in your gym of 250 people, feel free. Like, pat those people on the back. My recommendation is don't do that. Find something else to do for them to show your appreciation. However, you do you. Conversely, if you live in Hampton Roads, which is the most densely populated naval station conglomerate on planet Earth. Which is where Crossroad Reich exists. Right. I, I could spit on the amphibious space from my facility. You might as well just cut your bottom line by 7 to 10%, which most gyms aren't even running a 7 to 7 to 10% profit margin. So just forfeit 7 to 10% because you decided to put your gym in a military town. And again, if you want to do that, do that. I'm just telling you, it's probably not an uber intelligent decision. And there are other ways to incentivize people other than than just charging them less money. I guarantee you, I I know all these people. I've been doing this long enough. The same people that are going to ask you for discounts are the same people that are going to walk in and just tell you they bought $350 worth of video games. Oh, that and that it's was not post, that they don't yeah. have money. It's not that they don't have money. I know they get paid every two weeks. I was a dispersing officer. I know exactly what they all get paid, literally to the penny. It's not that they don't have enough money, right? And it's not that I'm thankful, not thankful for their service. I did it for a long time, eighteen years to be exact. My wife is still doing. It. She's going to retire. Eighteen years from start to finish. Yeah, from like the day that I like left and then went to prep school and. And you didn't want to do the extra two for retirement. Well, the service for retirement doesn't work out that way. Mine was like fourteen. So, oh. anyway, but, but, but the point is, it's 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 not you're you're everybody's going to ask for a discount. Number one, if somebody asks for your discount, you shouldn't be dis- you shouldn't be offended. You should just know that they're going to ask for it, and you should be like, "Yeah, I'm sorry, we don't offer discounts." Yeah, and I mean the, the end. You don't need to explain why. And and in full disclosure, at my boxes, I did offer those discounts, but I also offer them to teachers because a my mom was a teacher, so it's a career I respect. And if we're gonna discount 
any career, I mean, I think teachers are under underpaid. My, my dad's my call. That was my yeah, call. One thousand percent. Now, were you making money at that point? Of course, dude. You know I made a lot of money. I was making cheddar at all Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> now, so here's the deal. Again, my my beef and our beef is a not with discounts. Right? So we need to make that very, very clear. The beef is people instituted this discount or these series of discounts absent of looking at their business. They're just like, let's just offer discounts. I'm like, are you making any money? Can you afford to offer discounts? Is that a good idea? What is the repercussions of doing these said discounts? Right? Because really what we find is the number of people, and I can throw myself in this bucket of people, that you look at their pricing structure for their offerings. And there's, a, there's always one price at the top, the high one. And I'm like, how many people pay that at this gym? And they're like, nobody, not one. I've literally heard that from Jim's like, nobody pays that price point. I'm like, then you should just get rid of it. Yeah. That's not your actual price point. That's not your price point. Like your price point is 120 because nobody here pays 160. So just get rid of it. And, and at that point, just get rid of your discount and be like, the price is 120. We don't offer a discount. The price is just 120. Problem solved. Now. Your overall problem is not solved, but again, the discount thing is problematic. Now, if you're profitable and you're happy and you've desired for you have a uh, an affinity for a specific demographic or group that you want to show some love to, offer discount. Like it's your business, but again, it shouldn't be done in a vacuum, absent of like the other aspects of your business. Quite frankly, I think a better option would be is to run a profitable business and then figure out ways to be benevolent to organizations that support these individuals, right? Actually give your money away. Do that. It's a tax write-off. Yeah, that is a write-off. And you and you can actually, not only are you doing something positive for the community, but you're saving yourself money. Do a fundraiser. Do something. Like there's other ways to do that other than just not charging people money. And this is a larger discussion about just not being comfortable about like your ability to deliver. And I get it. Again, I, like we've both been there. I get it. We're just trying to break people of that habit. Th this is something I've had a conversation with like way too many times over the past like two weeks. If I had a magic wand that I could wave over the CrossFit community of the affiliate specifically to do away with one thing, it would be the statement. I'm not doing this to make money. Oh my God. Every time we have a call with someone on affiliate, you, I want to shoot myself in the face when they hear that. This, so this is not, and we are, we're not doing be like, all oh, these guys care about money. Like, no, like I don't like, I don't buy things. Like I don't have a lot of stuff. You're wearing like, a I'm new shirt. You're wearing a new t-shirt. Given to me. Listen, the running joke with everybody in my circle is that at no point am I wearing anything that I paid for. Like you I had just, a fresh Henley on the other day. I didn't pay for that. It was a gift. All right. What about, right. All right. Listen, everything on my body right now was free. Literally. <laughs> the watch, the glasses, all of the compression pants, the shorts, the shirt, the sweatpants, and the shoes. All of it was free. So maybe I'm the Jew. <laughs> I feel like we say so much worse than what we post on social media, but no one hates on us for being for the podcast. Know, yeah. Because well, like we're saying it in jest, but my point is it's not about like being greedy. That's not what it's about. 
Like there's this weird, uh, this weird tension or dichotomy between understanding like I need to charge value and figure out other ways that other other value propositions that are incentive based that have pricing structures built into them. The, here's the number one problem with regard to the discounts, right? If you want to run a discount, there's different ways to do that with agreement lengths where the price comes down if they commit to something longer, but that's a win-win for both people because now the commitment that you've given me is for a longer duration. So the value provided to me is greater. And then the value that you get for being here and making that commitment, your cost is less. That makes sense. But arbitrarily, just knocking off 10 to 10 to 15% with no agreement length to get the exact same value that the next person's getting who might make less money than you, I don't believe is fair. And I, and I and whether you like it or not, it creates tension within the building and somebody has animosity about it. And that's not fair. That's not the type of environment I'm trying to develop within my gym. That's the more nuanced conversation that I would like to have with people. It's not that like you shouldn't offer discounts. Like I've given people free memberships for as much as six months. And I put it in that post. Nobody knows who those people are. Yeah. And I also think there's value there. Like I'd rather give away a free membership than discount you for the length of your tenure here. And you're absolutely right. When, when I was discounting people, it was talked about. I had people that approached me saying, can I get the same discount as this person? Or why do they get that? And another post that we put up was those were always my worst members. You know, they were the same that complained. I had people that asked for discounts and then when other boxes in town opened and their friends went there, went there and paid more. And that, we you know, obviously that was a reflection on something I was doing, but still it just shows that it, it became a priority for them. And I just want to say, there's nothing wrong with discounting for that extension because now you have money in hand. Now you can buy a rower or some bikes or, you know, blow it on whatever you want to blow it on. But the point is, you got that money up front. And if you were smart with it, you could potentially invest it and have more money. So I mean, discounts like family discounts, like if it's all coming out of the same household, I'm not opposed to that. If you're going to pay me a year up front, sure. Why not? The number of people that are going to do. Right. Now I'm going to get, yeah, two, two grand to what, 17 something to two grand right there. Boom. Like that's a nice little bump on the months that you get those. Like I'm not opposed to those, but again, there's value to both parties when done that way. It's it, that is a win-win for both of us, right? Like this is generally somebody that I really enjoy having in the community. I'm giving them a Benny because they've, they're committing, like literally committing upfront to being here. Um, and you can do it that way. And that's entirely different than just doing it the other way. Just like, like blindly giving discounts that, that are, and ultimately they're not, calculated correctly like what is the anchor in this this is stuff that we talk about and we teach gym owners is like you need to redesign that because it should be if you want to do it that's fine but it should be designed to to hit a price point that you need to get to not chop 10 to 15 percent off of the price point that isn't even enough already well yeah and i mean we have people there's like one dude that always comments in our posts like these guys are all about money and I, and i will take the opposite approach yes Yes, yes, I'm all about money because without money coming in, you do not have a business. And I don't care how much passion you have for coaching others. At some point, you're going to stop coaching. I've had this conversation with people on our affiliate you calls. I'm like, hey, do me a favor, shut down your business and go to the box down the road and say, hey, can I coach here? Because right. you're losing money, you're getting burned out. 
you're better off getting paid 25 bucks an hour and doing what you love and maybe either getting another job or making that your full-time job. But you are not, you, I've told people this numerous times, you don't even have a hobby. You have a chore. Right. And, and the and the repercussions of that is if you're doing this continuously and continuously and continuously and, there, and it's just carte blanche that I'm doing this over and over and over again, what you're simultaneously doing is asking your coaches to work for less money, right? That's a good point. You're, you're simultaneously asking your spouse or significant other to do with less, right? And it's not about making a ton of money, but to start a business and not acknowledge that the point of a business is to make money... The actual real point of a business is to provide tremendous value and be compensated fairly for it. Like that, and that's really discussion should be had. And it doesn't have to be, and you're not spitting in somebody's face by not offering a discount. You know why? Because it's a voluntary transaction. If you are looking for it, there's, there's no shortage of people that have come in here and not wanted to agree to what the intake process is and the pricing structure it is to join Cross the Rife and have gone to another gym. And I have no beef with those people. If they ever need anything, I will help them out. But this is not, it's not a debate, right? This is what it costs to be here because this is all structured and factored in so that I can have a coaching staff so that we can have a nice facility so that we can reinvest in the business and throw a party for the members and do all these other things. Like all of that stuff matters. And if you're really trying to do that, you can figure out ways to give it back that are that in the in ways that are on your terms. Well, and I think that's also, my that's my only thing. And at the end of the day, here's the deal: if you want to offer discount, offer discount. It's no skin off my back. Yeah, but I think once you get in the habit of saying, "Hey, these, you know, my third box CrossFit Soul Shine," I remember our rate was one sixty five monthly. There was zero negotiation, no discounts for anything at that point no longer term membership. I really tried to mimic Apple where it was like, here's our product and here is the price. There's no Black Friday. There's no Cyber Monday. You know, Apple is confident in their product and they know people are going to buy it. And it does the same thing. Yeah. And it was super, I don't know. It just was a relief to just be like, Hey, you know, can I, I'm this, I'm that. Can you offer that? Here's our rate. Okay. And yes, the first few times people left, like we charged 165. I probably could have gotten you to stay at 135. Right. So it's me turning away $135 a month, but more so it was, no, I'm giving everybody in this space, you know, knowing what their value is, not being, not placing more or less value on anybody and knowing at some point, cause I capped classes, you know, so think about it from that perspective as well, especially you know, in the COVID era, if you're capping classes and you're discounting, you have a fixed income that you can bring in right now. Mm -hmm. So three of your people are paying $30 less than your membership. Those spots could and should be filled with people paying your full fee. Right. I I mean, there's so many things that are wrong with, and again, my, my only, if you're running a 30% profit margin, then feel free to do whatever you want or just, or don't even do that low offer a lower tier program like a boot camp or something that is a lower price point that requires much less skill from a coach to coach. That's a shorter time duration. That's a better option, right? It it markets to a broader market, right? Costs me less money because the skill level in order to do one of those is less. You could even split revenue of there if you wanted to. But again, just don't discount your thing. Just do a really good job and people won't ask you for it. 
Like it's it's fine. Like I, I I have no problem paying somebody full boat who's really good at what they do. And, and ultimately, my, my my real what I want people to understand is I want I want there to be a little empathy applied here by by everybody, which is this. There are box owners out there who are struggling to run their affiliates and create health and wellness within their communities who are offering discounts because they feel that they have to. And that is not the case. You should not feel that way. Now, if you want to, again, make your decision. I'm not your dad, but you don't have to. And if you don't think that you should, then don't. If you're struggling because you're already doing that and you want to stop, just stop tomorrow. The next person that comes in, we don't offer that anymore. And then figure out some, whatever the, whatever the appropriate runway is to bring everybody up else that's doing it. And there's very, very easy ways to do that, that again, apply empathy. And it thinks about the other person that they're into the transaction. Again, I don't think people who are asking for a discount are necessarily thinking about the person on the other end of the transaction. Like I never ask for discounts, almost never, because as a business owner, I have supreme empathy for that. Even when people are like, no, no, I'm going to give it to you. I'm like, no, I want to pay you because I realize you're not running a soup kitchen. Well, I mean, the problem is, you're, you're absolutely right. It's the members not having empathy, probably not entrepreneurs, never owned a small business. They look around the gym, they do the gym math. There's a hundred people. They're each paying $150, not realizing maybe a dozen other people ask for that same discount. And if not, to me, it's really just like a kick in the balls, like saying, Hey, you don't provide me this much value. You're not giving me this and nothing as a box owner will get you more angry than the people that ask for a discount posting about their extravagant dinners out or even showing up with Starbucks. Cause you show up with Starbucks two or three times a week. That's your discounts. Yeah. That's more than your discount. And, and it's the people that can make it happen, but they don't place a priority on it versus, you know, the people that truly are struggling with it. And you know what? I mean, let's be very frank in this and people, this might get people a little butt hurt. Nobody. And I mean, virtually nobody is, who is paying a recurring monthly fee for something like CrossFit doesn't have money. They have a budget problem, but if they're already spending it, they just find something else more valuable, right? Which Absolutely. is a little bit which is a little bit more of a, a of an internal conversation. I was like, why do they find this other thing more valuable than what we do, right? And that that hurts a little bit. And the ultimate solution to this whole thing, which if you want to stop doing that and you want to feel good about stop doing it, is again, you know, Chuck Carswell said it. Virtually every person that we have immense respect for that's been on the podcast has said it. Is like, just be better, just do better, and people will not ask you for the discount. And I, I think it's a really unique thing in the service interest uh, industry. There are a lot of things in this world that I cannot afford, but I don't show up there expecting them to accommodate me. You know, like I can't afford a, a Ferrari, but I don't show up at the Ferrari dealership and say, Hey, you know, I, I should have one of these. Can you discount it to, you know, $34,000? I would like a budget. Ferrari. I would like a Ferrari at fiat prices, please. Yeah, get twelve thousand, you know, or at least it to me. So deal. Why? Why do you think? Because a lot of the people that commented on these posts that we had put up are like, no, but you know, I need fitness. Cool, you don't need it at my box. 
go for a run. I mean, that's the beauty. So again, like detach yourself from the emotional aspect of it, which is this whole, which is like kind of my beef in general in society right now. I was like, people have choices. All of this is voluntary. Nobody's forcing them to come up to your gym and pay you any amount of money. They don't have to be there. That was the beauty of .com from the beginning. You can do it in your garage. Just buy your own equipment, which oddly enough is pretty tough to do at this point. But prior to all of this nonsense, just buy your own equipment. That's fine. You're still going to drop two to $3,000, which is one year's worth of a gym membership in order to get the appropriate amount of equipment to do what you want to do. Factor in a barbell, 400 pounds of weight, a squat rack, some rings, a medicine ball, a kettlebell. You are very quickly at $2,000. I mean, in the blink of an eye, you know? So it's again, whatever, like let people make their own decisions. What I want gym owners to do is I want them to have confidence in their ability and their right to say no or yes. If you say yes, I want it to be done intelligently. That's all I'm asking for. And that's all I want people to think about and have discussions about. Is this the appropriate discount? Like, let's meet in the middle. Like, okay, I'm dead set on offering a discount. Cool. Let's restructure it so that it makes sense because this one is dumb. Yeah, I love it. You know, again, to reiterate, we're not suggesting this is completely wrong and never do it, but just know you don't have to. And for those of you chiming in, I think Fern put it well, empathize with the box owner. Think about it from their perspective. You, you gave me a good analogy off the air. And as we wrap up this episode, I'd love for you to kind of touch on it. Cause you know, one of the, the industries I compared this to is restaurants and people are like, I asked for this or what was your analogy when it came to eating out and asking for discounts? Somebody put it and I responded to it. It was just like, that doesn't even make sense. They're like, well, I mean, when I go to a restaurant, I don't spend $300. And I'm like, if you go to a restaurant 16 times a month, you do. You spend a hell of a lot more than than $300. On average, you're going to spend 25 to 30 bucks at a restaurant, depending on where you go. But let's say it's 15 right? Let's say I go to, there's a, there's a little mom and pop breakfast joint that I'm in. I'm going to spend 15 to $18, including tip right? 15 to 18. If I do that 16 times a month, let's just call Let's meet in the middle. Let's call it 17 bucks. That's $272. So that, that, and, and there's a difference between the service industry and selling widgets. And anybody doesn't know what I'm talking about is like selling a thing where there is an actual like predetermined cost for this thing, right? Something tangible. You're handling something tangible. I cost this thing. I have this thing. I, it cost me this much to purchase it. It cost me this much to process it. It cost me, this is what I sell it for. And that's my margin. And if you're going to do discounts, there's even smart ways to do that with regard to retail. Like if you're going to discount anything, we do that, but like we give it away. Like we do it strategically at our gym with retail. I know what the margin is. Like if the margin is 40 to 50%, then 10% is not a big deal to me. But there's added value that, and that's a win-win for both people. You get it at a discounted rate. I still get a margin that allows me to cover cost and make money. And we get to wear the flag of CrossFit Rife out and around town or something like that. <clears throat> so if you're going to give discounts, figure out other places to do it where you can actually afford it. And I would argue this, eating out is way less of a necessity than exercising. You can go to the grocery store and get whatever you're eating out you want your discount, go make it yourself. No yeah, different than the, the gym. You want your discount, home. do it yourself. Right. Go, what? you know, you, you don't even need, I mean, the beauty of CrossFit is you got burpees, air squats. You can probably go to a playground and do some pull-ups. You Push-ups, can do, run. Yeah. Like pick up a log and do some, you could do 
100% of the foundational movements, the nine foundational movements for free with garbage in your backyard. The, and, and, the, and the reason why this, this topic is important is because, and this is kind of part of our philosophy and like why we do the podcast and why we started Affiliate You, you and I both believe that there is arguably few things as important as CrossFit in the world today. In the midst of chronic disease running rampant, in the midst of this pandemic killing people who almost unanimously have comorbidities associated with chronic disease, there's arguably nothing more important than being healthy and fit. That effect gets watered down when the gyms can't operate the way that they should, and they can't run in a manner that they should so they can help more people. I have, I have yet to meet a gym owner that's gotten on the phone and hasn't told me an amazing story about why they started and the community that they're building and are struggling to keep the doors open. Like That's the same story. It's on repeat, just start the record and then it'll say the same thing every single time. That's what we're trying to avoid. This shit is too important to not have these conversations, however d difficult they might be. It's too important. Yeah, well said. Coincidentally, no one gave us any grief on our post that said we are the cure, right? Like no, not one person argued with us on that. Everybody gave us, you know, the hallelujah or amen or reposted it so we we all are in firm agreement that this shit crossfit is the cure is saving lives yet we're discounting it so great way to sum it up firm is that it awkward silence i thought that's how we ended most oh, podcasts yeah, yeah we do so anyway <laughs> I, I think it's really important to remember a couple let's take away a couple key points here box owners Know your value. Know that when you're discounting it, you're, you're doing a disservice to your family, yourself, and your coaching staff. And those that are asking for discounts have some empathy with the box owners. And, and don't take anything we say on social media or ever as an absolute. These are, look, Fern and I together have owned five boxes. We've made money owning these five boxes. You know, we have done well for ourselves owning affiliates, and that's okay. We want that for you guys. And speaking of, if you own a box and you want to make money, hit us up, Affiliate University. You know, we're, we're booking calls out in January now. We've got our, our current cohort running, but we're still here to chat. We're still willing to get on a free consultation call with you to see if you're a good fit for us and we're a good fit for you. So you can check that out over on besthouroftheirday.com. Shoot us a DM on social media or always just email us besthouroftheirday at gmail.com. And by the way, we don't discount it. So you never miss an episode of the podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and on all major podcasting platforms at best hour of their day. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being a part of the best hour of our day. See you next time.